0: Welcome to Dr. Me First. I'm your colleague in medicine and coach in life, Dr. Erin Wiseman. This podcast is all about learning to take care of yourself, your life, and your practice. Are you ready? Let's go! to one that is joy-filled, sustainable, and that you absolutely freaking love. I'm so glad that you're back for another episode of Dr. Me First. It's your super sassy host, Dr. Erin Wiseman. And today's solo cast comes from an awesome email from a female colleague friend who sent it to me. And she wrote, Hey, Can you please discuss this article in your podcast that I'm attaching? It really makes sense why doctors, especially female physicians, need coaching because the odds are against us. Hey, and by the way, your podcast really helped me. Thanks for the clarity PDF. I'm looking for a new job in urgent care and utilization review. I don't have to work a job that does not serve me. It's scary, exciting, and your podcast really struck that nerve. Keep up the good work. Girl, thank you so much for sending me this email. It has meant the world to me to hear from you. Oh my gosh, I love getting mail from my listeners because then it lets me know that you out there in podcasting world really listen to the stuff that I put out there, and it's striking a nerve. Okay, well, the... the article that she is talking about was reposted by the Happy MD, Dr. Dyke Drauman. And it was based on the article by Dr. Danielle Ulfri. That's O-F-R-I. Um, she's the author of the book, What Doctors Feel. And she wrote an article for the New York Times, um, I want to say it was back in like May or June, that was entitled, The Business of Healthcare Depends on Exploiting Doctors and Nurses. Boom! So powerful, so good. One of the quotes in her article was, counting on nurses and doctors to suck it up because you know they won't walk away from their patients is not just bad strategy, it's bad medicine. I could not back her more in this. I think it's a great article. You can Google and read Dr. Drummond's review of the article, but I am going to give you my own review now in today's solo cast. So here we go. So my interpretation of this article, I am including the New York Times link to it in the show notes. So if you want to read it, it's a really quick read. It's a really great read. I would highly encourage you to do it. So Dr. Danielle Offrey, I hope I'm saying her name right. I apologize ahead of time if not, is so right about how our ethics of patient first is being manipulated by the system. We go into medicine, we're very altruistic, we really want to take care of people, and it's been totally manipulated against us. And she gives a lot of great facts in here, which I think I've shared during the podcast, but want to re-emphasize it. So no more can we milk out any more efficiency in the system. I mean, I think productivity numbers have been pushed as far as they can go, and we're seeing the backlash from it. Patients can't have their problems taken care of in 15 minutes appointment. We cannot expect uh, a doctor to see 20, 30, 35, 40 patients in a clinic day, treat them well, and also themselves have their wellness. So I love the point that she brought up that they have pushed productivity as far as possible. Yes. She also brings up the point that demands have increased that we have sicker patients, that medical complexity is at an all-time high with number of patients with diagnosis and medications. I mean, good Lord, there are sometimes going through a chart, people have enough medical diagnosis for three people and they have a medication sack that is just ungodly that they could stock their own pharmacy. Plus, you add on to that social issues that are happening. We now know that when you account for social issues in a chronically sick patient, those are more determinative of their med- than their medical diagnosis on their prognosis. So we have to take that into hand. And then she also mentions the EMR. I think we have beat that dog to death as far as... What that entails in medical practice, but she does go through that and talk about, you know, per every hour of patient time, it's adding two hours on to documentation time, and that doctors are doing 30% more work, but not being paid for it. And a great point she brought up was the convenience of, oh, you can log on from home, which I think is a ploy to follow up on tests, sort through, you know, charts you didn't get finished, maybe some last-minute calls or messages, which we shouldn't fall into that trap. But I know I've done it myself, and it's an easy ploy that an organization makes that available. She talks about how much administrators have increased compared to the growth of doctors and nurses and mentions about it's been like a 3,200% increase in healthcare administrators versus only a minimal increase in doctors. And now there's about 10 administrators to every one doctor in the system. Yeah, yeah. We have a lot of bosses, and I think that definitely contributes. The one that I talked to the most, and I'm glad that she brought up in this article was the mission statements of organizations, their core values that they preach on their brochures and their websites are not matching up for the people that work within them. It's a huge disconnect and it's a huge problem. And Dr. Danielle, I am just applauding you and holding you up for writing such a poignant article for the New York Times. I would love to get you on this podcast and I want to encourage you to keep writing because your voice is so needed. I hope that to continue to keep doing article reviews for you guys. So if you find something, you want my opinion on it, you want me to read through it, anything like that, I would love it. As I'm doing talks around the Midwest, I'm always looking for new ammunition to fire into the world. So thank you so much for tuning in on the solo cast today. And remember, always, 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 friend, your life, your calling, your pulse matters.